Welcome back once again to the purgatory that is mm-hmm. life of glee. Yeah. No, it does sort of feel like we're it sort of feels like we're always going towards something, but that goal is nebulous and strange. Yeah. Um much like the characters in Glee, we are sort of in a perpetual motion towards some vagality that is just so ungraspable yeah yeah i'm feeling a little little, uh down about our watching today uh because the episode is furt it's an all right episode overall i think uh let's get some stats let's yeah let's we'll we'll talk about it um so this originally aired on november 23rd 2010 wait a second did we say who we are this is sam and maggie higley Yes, and I'm Sam, and that's Maggie, and we hate yes. Glee, if you can tell from the title. Yes. And also from our from our immediate jump onto the whining about how we hate Glee. <laughs> yeah, we went right in this time. No, yeah. no faff. No. It's, it's, we're on to the second minute of the podcast, and guess what? We're going to do the podcast right now. Yeah, we're not faffing about anymore. Let's go. Yeah. Stats, So now. let me get, okay. So, season two, episode eight, Furt. That's F-U-R-T. Originally aired November 23rd, 2010, with mm-hmm, 10.41 million viewers, which is down from last week, which had 11.7 million viewers. That's right. And before we get into uh, uh, anything else about this episode, I want to attack this title for a moment. Okay. Uh, listen, Kin is a better option for their two names. Yep. And it I mean it's just better. It's got a better sound to it. And and it makes more sense because they're becoming brothers. It works on multiple levels. And Furt could be Finn Burt, which I'm not here for that. Yeah. So thank you. Maggie, I think part of it is that it's it, you're not supposed to want this pairing. Mm-hmm. This is a bad pairing. It's not mm. good. So it it resembles the word that it seems like, which is fart. I don't think. I mean, I don't think the episode was written with the idea that you were supposed to hate the people in it. I don't. <laughs> I, that can't be. That can't um, be the way they write stuff. Speaking think, of this, this was written by Ryan Murphy and directed by Carol Banker. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, I'm not so sure anymore. I think it. Uh-huh. I think Glee might have been written. To make Without right hate. hatred of the characters, like <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. hmm. All right. Well, hmm, okay. I mean, I, I don't really have a lot of good evidence to back this up, but it just feels like I it don't. At this point. I mean, I don't hate them at the end of the episode. Like, damn, eh. dude. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll see. Let's let's jump uh, in. Let's a, find a out. few of oh. the critical responses first. Oh yes, uh, our boy right. Todd. From the from the AV Club, you know Vanderwerf. Vanderwerf. I say his name different every week. That's uh, fine. Called it a largely terrific episode of television. So, okay. Interesting. The Rolling Stone um, said that the focus of the show on the best characters, like Kurt and Sue, keeps the episode balanced between heart and bite, just the way we like our Glee. So hmm. okay. 
Yeah. But um, IGN called it an unfocused jumble of an episode. Uh, okay. But they still gave it a 7 out of 10. So, you know, uh, as most times, reviews are mixed, but mm, generally but positive for this one, positive. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's let's jump right in then. Let's, let's get into this recap. So um, in the recap, we get a reiteration of the death threat that Karofsky has delivered upon to Kurt. Um, he did that yep. a couple episodes back. Um, yep. We get a reminder of the Finn Kurt quote relationship, mm-hmm. um, which I want to point out. The recap guy says Kurt couldn't take a hint, um, so yeah. they're still trying to peddle this bullshit um, that like Kurt did something wrong. Yeah, that's so. Oh my god, there was there's like a flash of that scene they have in the um, the attic together when they're picking out like special clothes for Finn. Right, uh, but. It's not like Kurt lured him into that attic or whatever, and he just chose no. clothes for Finn. Like, it was, there was, yeah, it was completely innocent. So we're just, I'm still confused over what well, they could possibly be referencing, because uh, it definitely wasn't even something off screen, because we haven't gotten any exact details about it. Yeah, Maggie, you <sighs> have to remember, we're supposed to like Finn, and Finn's not a homophobe anymore, so Kurt like had Finn. to have done something wrong, oh or else, God. like... Yeah. Um, anyway, we also get a, a reiteration of the Sam Quinn coupling. Yeah, um, it's a bunch of the seen. love shit. We, we're gonna we can't, we gotta move faster. We're done with the recap. The well, but but there's also scene. Sue and Rod. No, it's, no, it's important. That one is actually <laughs> no, legit important. This one is not. <laughs> it's that Sue doesn't have anyone. Next. Yeah, Sue's lonely. <laughs> yeah, the Humble. good news. No, we yeah. already knew that. Sam, no, that's Maggie, enough. it's time for the good news. Tell me about the scene about the good news. Okay. The Hummel-Hudson uh, pairing, the group of all four of them, have a private family meeting in the halls of McKinley when <laughs> uh, Bert and Carol reveal to the pair of them uh, that they are getting married. They've hauled yes. Kurt over from wherever he was to where Finn is, and now they're all chatting about it. Uh, the reasoning for them being at McKinley is that Bert did propose to ca- propose to Carol um, in the place where they met, which was a science classroom at McKinley High School. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's great because um, Bert is like, you guys are the first to know, except, I guess, all those kids in that homeroom class. Um, yeah so there were people in there yeah interesting Um, choice man so yeah so bert and carol announced this it's very cute um kurt gets very excited visibly and finn gets very visibly not excited because he's a shitty person pretty lukewarm about the idea uh bert throws out a couple different things they're gonna go to wakiki for their honeymoon Yep. And uh they're looking for a bigger house so there'll be individual rooms we get a flash to to Finn as Bert says this pointedly at him and Finn like does sort of like a half nod where he still looks sort of upset and yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So Kurt, Kurt is going to be the wedding planner. Um, and Carol specifically asks Finn why he hasn't said anything and also says, honey, why can't you just be excited for me? Which is she's more like, be happy for me, Finn. And Finn's like, I am happy for you even though he does not really look it. Yes. Basically, everybody, Glee is doing a ep- wedding episode. Here we are. It's the right. wedding well, episode. So, They're going so, to be getting married in this episode, even though we just yes. found out about their engagement. In a yeah, classic so, Glee fuck around with time. 
yeah, we also find out that... Well, so, to kind of close out this little scene where we're announcing the wedding that will be happening this episode, um, Kurt announces that the New Directions will be the band because Bert yes. wanted a killer band, and put that in quotes. Um, and the best part is that Kurt's like, oh, we can just get the New Directions. They're, they're, they'll be cheap as hell. They're available. And, um, and Bert, at first, does not seem excited about this idea. It's great. Like, oh, it's a great little moment where he just is kind of like, oh, Oh no. But then he kind of like perks up. But I agreed with like his first initial reaction, which is no. No thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh in in uh response to this specific uh wedding, I do have a quote from Vanderwelf if you're ready. Okay. Yeah. It's rare that an episode of television can make a hurried wedding between two middle-aged people who are rarely on the show into something so well uh conceived and thrillingly moving. Yeah, so I mean, there you go. Yeah, so we're gonna get that's to what it, we're that's what we're getting but, into this episode with yeah. this wedding plot line. Uh, yeah. Coming up next, after we get the Glee title card, it's the next scene. It's a Sue monologue. Uh, we mm-hmm. see her writing in her journal in her now principal's office. Uh, we flash to, to a Sue's corner um, where she is because she, she's talking about loneliness. And well, it's actually she's, hit a she's not point. Yeah, Maggie. Um, she's not actually writing in her journal. She's actually Is she just monologuing? putting together No, she's getting she's putting together oh, invitations. invitations. Of course. Yes. Yes. I knew there was paper involved. Yes. Yeah, but so yeah, so she's to kind of preempt as to why she might be putting all of these invitations into envelopes. Um mm-hmm. we get that flashback you're talking about to Sue's corner. She finds out that Rod and Andrea Andrea, who cares? Um, it's the other co-host, yeah. like co-news anchor. Um, they're getting engaged, and they announce it on TV. Um, Sue, yes. I just want to talk about this for a second. Sue is mad at Rod yes. for announcing it on TV because people know yeah. that she and him dated, and people, I'm just confused people know by that. that. They dated. Well, I think it's like a slight to her I in her guess. eyes. Uh, I guess. Anyway, it's, Sue yeah. hurt by this, by what has happened. Uh, resorts to online dating yes. and matches with herself. Because that's how online only, dating works. Which yes. is her only um Her only option. Impetus. Her only match. Yeah. Well no it, well it's her only impetus into marry into de- deciding to marry herself. Right. So that's the other plot line, folks. It's yeah. that. There's two weddings. Call Shakespeare. It's time for a comedy. That's um, right. Yeah. So, yeah, she's decided to marry herself. She's sending invitations. There is a shot where she's specifically sending an invitation to uh, President and Mrs. Barack Obama. um, Yeah. Which is nice. Um, Usually, if you send a wedding invitation or a wedding announcement to the White House, you will get, like, a nice letter back. So I don't know if that's true anymore. No, I doubt it's true now. Also, I don't know why you would want to invite the people who live there to your wedding but whatever um obama anyway she no, was no, i'm talking obama. about nowadays maggie i'm talking about nowadays yeah well duh you wouldn't be sending one now this is different sue was writing to obama yeah that's fine i'm okay we're god you, you I, we're on the same, same page you had to turn this into into <laughs> political commentary <laughs> maggie Sam, we're on the same page glee. about this <laughs> Anyway, um, so we're we're gonna move to the next scene now. It's the locker room. Yeah, um, Sin are getting their work. pump on together, yes. and 
Uh, I don't remember much of this conversation. I feel like it's not that important. I don't really want well, to go point by point. All we really need to know is that Finn hates Sam. There's, no, no, no. Uh, we, I'm going to no, give us the I details. Know, Maggie, Sam, I'm going to give us the we details. We can't get bogged down in the muck that the Glee tries to pull us into. <laughs> Maggie, you, you can't ignore that? the shitty parts of this episode to make it good. <sighs> this episode is terrible, and I'm going to explain why in excruciating detail. It's so not that on, bad. God hold on to your it. butt. Finn um, so wants Sam wants to be quarterback again. <laughs> Sam's talking yes. about healing up and how he wants to be with Quinn. And Finn's like, oh, you want to be with Quinn, huh? And that's it. Then they bump fists at the end, even though Finn ha- clearly hates Sam. That's all no, you no. need well, to know. So Sam wants to be popular, so he wants to be QB again. Huck. Finn is ups- Finn is upset because he thinks that that position is, in quotes, his um, and Finn calls him out on wanting to be popular, which is great because Finn is a hypocrite because everything he does is to also be popular. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, like you're saying, Finn points out Sam's romantic failure, which is the first that yes. we've heard of that because Quinn and Sam have seemed to have some kind of regular relationship up yes. to this point. Like yep. we haven't gotten any indication that they're not actually dating. The only thing, the only hiccup they seem to have was that like Quinn thought he was dating thought he, that he was uh having sex with Shannon Beast which right. maybe that is the that's the problem they're referring to yeah but like we don't get like whatever uh, yeah, let's move on to the it's kind of vague uh yeah. anyway we jump to Sam uh yes. seemingly spurred on by this conversation going to talk to Quinn he confesses yes. his love to her and presents her with a promise ring uh and uh, Quinn yeah. is Quinn makes a lot of like micro expressions and sort yeah. of like makes a couple noises. Doesn't yeah, really say much. No, she's she's not. I I wrote down that Quinn finds it as ridiculous as we do. Maybe she doesn't really, but like that is definitely what she gives off, though for sure. Yeah, it's also the astronomy room, so that's fun. That's their thing, I guess. Um. And then, so, in response to this promise ring, Sam gives a whole s- speech about, like, how he'll be a man for her or whatever. Yes. Um, and then Quinn gives him a maybe answer instead of yeah. a yes or a no, which are the typical answers to someone pre-proposing or whatever the fuck this promise ring is supposed to mean. Yeah, he also uh, is like, I will never pressure you to do more than kiss. I think that's probably probably the only other important part. Next scene. Yes. Uh, we flash to... Uh, Kurt's locker, which is even weirder than it was the last time we saw it. If you yep. remember, it was the Blaine Courage Shrine. Ne- yes. Courage, excuse me. There is an accent on that E. <laughs> and uh, Kurt has changed it so that there's some wedding shit in there now. Also. Right. Yes. There's like um, a figurine, like the cake topper, cake topper. I guess. Yep. Yep. And uh, then this scene here where we flash from Kurt's locker into the hallway turns into a furt scene, a kin conversation. Uh, Finn wants to use the wedding as uh, a chance to remind people that he's, you know, a leader. Right. He's a this leader. This is the because... most bizarre fucking sentence anyone has ever said ever. It's the weirdest uh, thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That's fair, but like, also I feel like who would say that weirder... in normal life? Sam, who would say that in normal life? No one. It is like such an, an asshole, thing Maggie. To say. 
An asshole would say that. Someone who is evidently not a leader would be like, I want to remind everyone. I want to take that opportunity at my mom's wedding to remind everyone that I'm important. I'm the leader. But that's not what he's saying, I feel. That is what he's saying. No, it's it's weirder than that. Like, it's not him being like, I want people to know that I'm, like, cool and popular. It's more like, no, I want to remind people that, hey, you know, I'm a leader. Not the not the Glee Club members, specifically. All the people who are going to be at his mother's wedding. Right. That's kind of weird. That is just strange to me. Uh, and, and yeah. the, I mean, it's out of character because it's out of human character. Like, it's just, like, not a thing people would say. Maggie, and the, I think the same think continues missing... in this vein because Finn does say, Kurt suggests an idea of uh, him doing like a dance or so, a mother daughter dance with yeah Carol. a mother son dance Maggie yes uh, did I say daughter mother yes. mother son dance and um, Finn is like that could make me look like a cool stud <laughs> so, yeah. Again, popularity at this school doesn't make any sense. And, like, everyone has weird ideas about it that don't seem to make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. So, I, I'm and, just chalking it up to that well, for the most part. Kurt kind of echoes our sentiments. Because when, when Finn's like, that would make me look like a cool stud. Kurt's like, totally. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like a, yeah. like a, yeah, definitely. For sure. You sure. should do that. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, I think Kurt is seeing it from the eyes of a wedding planner, which is that, mm-hmm. oh, this is something that we can do. Yes. Good, throw it on the calendar. Um, he also compares his Power Rangers to Fleetwood Mac, which is fun, because he talks yeah. about how he's been planning weddings since he was a kid. Um, Very cute. That his, uh, yes. yeah, his Power Rangers would get married, uh, married In, and divorced, it, and married and divorced, different combinations. Yeah. And yes. after this conversation, we get back into some uh, real mood killer kind of stuff when Karofsky yep. appears and uh, intimidates Kurt. Yep. Yeah, he. Um, so Finn is gone, but yes. Karofsky comes and he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of like menaces, intimidates, whatever verb you yeah. want to use. He, uh, he does he, that to he, Kurt. He does put like a finger on Kurt's chest. Yes. And, like pushes him a little bit and like leans yep. in. It's and then it he lo- well, it looks gnarly. Yeah, and then he steals the wedding cake topper from Kurt. Um, he just yeah. takes it and says a shitty thing about, "Oh, can I have this?" And then just takes it and then pockets it as he walks away. It's yeah. really weird and gross. Um, so Shu sees this and, and finally, he's like, fuck, that was bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So finally, he he's finally. like, let's let's go to the principal's office. Finally, 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 he's not like Kurt. Are you just? Do you just need to buck up, kid? Kurt, you have you tried standing up to him? Have you tried Kurt, courage? Kurt, recently? is there anything I can do? <laughs> no. And then all right, I I guess yeah. there's nothing I can do. But yeah, I'm not so a, I'm not an adult who could stop all of this in just a moment. Never, Maggie, Maggie. Hmm? We're moving. We're in a better place now because we're we going are. to the principal's office. So we're going to Sue's principal's office, which is sort yes. of like a haven, honestly, a haven yes. of righteous fury, where yes. uh, Sue uh, does. I mean, Sue's speech is kind is kind of hit and miss for me. She yeah. mentions how people can be mean, and you, you right. basically need to deal with it. Um, and bullies are always going to bully. Yeah, uh, because. 
which yeah, it's pretty not, it's it's pretty unhelpful and shitty. Um, this yeah. first speech. Um, it's, she also uh, we, grills, so we've already heard yeah. about Dalton's no bullying policy, right? Yeah, yeah. Why is that not the case at the at McKinley at high oh. at high school? Meg, like, it's because why it's well, I agree, but like that's not even a thing at most high school. I'm pretty sure Dalton is a private school, so they can get away with that. But like for some reason, public schools can't do that. No, I'm um, pretty sure it I is think a it's... thing at public school. If someone's intimidating you and harassing you, that's a crime. Like, well, crime is a <sighs> strong word because I don't think you have many rights if you're not technically like an adult. What? And what also, are you like, talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, what are you saying? I'm mostly, just, I'm mostly just speaking out of my butt because I'm emulating one of these McKinley teachers who is shitty as shit. Because true. along these lines, like, well, they don't. Sue, well, Sue grill. Sue, Sue is like, Sue's did he physically? Ears, has yeah. he physically harmed you? And Kurt's like, well, I've gotten shoved a couple times, but not this time. And Sue's like, well, I yep. shove students. Like, it's no biggie. Um, and yeah. also, I without any physical, like, with, without him actually, like, punching you, I can't do anything. Because that's yeah, definitely how and, the system should work. Uh, Kurt, Sue's ears perk up when Kurt says uh, something along the lines of, like, you don't know what he's capable of. Yes. Uh, well, so well, so Will gets offended by Sue's lack of ability to do anything at this mm-hmm. point, even though he has already done this to Kurt multiple yeah, times. Yeah, he's done this exact thing multiple times, of course. Yes, but he's offended now because Sue is doing it to Kurt, and anything Sue does, Will is against. Um, but hmm. Kurt then delivers a monologue that actually, like, he says that line, the, um, you don't know what he's capable of, which both Will yep. and Sue are like, what does that mean? Like, they're, they're just both, like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. damn. And they, Sue re- they does, sort of, yeah. they they both well. realize that this is more than what they're trying to play it as. Like they're just like, right. oh no, this is some shit. Yes. and uh, he, she's like, I'll look into it or whatever. Uh, well, no, as- she she promises to expel Karofsky if he does if he lays a finger yep. on Kurt. He, she says, "Come straight to me, and I'll expel him." And I am truly sorry about that. I can't do more. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then and there's a as, thing about how she calls him porcelain now. Well, yeah. no, as Kurt is leaving, because uh, Sue has been referring to him this whole episode when she's talking to Kurt as lady. Uh, when Kurt yes. gets up to leave, he's like, hey, listen, that's a shitty thing for you to do, and I'd like you to stop. And uh, Sue was like, okay, as an apology, I'll let you choose from three nicknames. And what are those nicknames? I didn't write them down. Did you? Um, There's... Uh, Gelfling? Gel- yes, Porcel- Gelfling, Porcelain, and Tickle Me Doe Face. Yes. Uh, I actually Kurt have chooses- a bit of... Yeah. Go Who for would it. You cho- what would you choose? I-, I have a soft spot in my heart for Gelfling, I think. <laughs> Gelfling is kind of nice. Uh, yeah. Kurt chooses Porcelain, which yes. honestly, like, of course. I feel like it's the name he was... Um, born to born have. Born to tout. Yes. Uh, Porcelain. That's- Maggie- Maggie, Kurt was his slave name. Porcelain is his true name. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Next I'm just coming meeting... off hot, like, on all cylinders right now. Just yeah. trying to be as offensive to as many people as possible. No, I think you're achieving <laughs> that to a I'm like degree. Glee. Maggie, the Glee next... got into me. It got I into know, my soul. It's poisoned you. <laughs> it's cursed. Fuck. We yes. Have to, uh, 
Fuck. Okay. We'll, we'll talk next, about that later. Yeah. The next scene is the Glee girls. They're meeting yes. on the Karofs- Kurt Karofsky bullying situation, which yes. is what uh, Rachel calls it verbatim. Thank God they didn't mash Kurt and Karofsky. Uh, seems oh, a little, yeah. that seems would a little be insensitive, le- so I'm glad they yeah. didn't do it. Also, I don't know how you would Kurt necessarily. Kurtofsky with just a T yeah. in there. You just add a yeah, T. Yeah, anyway, but so we find out it's not actually all of the Glee ladies. Um, it's actually just the Glee ladies with football team football, boyfriends. Yeah, football boys uh, it, attached to them. Uh, and yes. Rachel's plan is to have these boys intimidate Krofsky for them. Yes. Uh, Quinn deflects this in two ways. Uh, firstly, she's like, well, I'm not dating Sam. And also, you just set feminism back 20 years or whatever. Yeah, because um, it's like something about how they're relying on men to do it for them or something. Um, yeah, and, and Rachel's also, like, well, Rachel's like, well, they on- he'll only respond to muscle. Like, he won't listen to us. Which is like, yeah. no, he won't. You're right. <laughs> um, well, yeah, yeah, but like Quinn also points out that, oh, so we're fighting violence with violence. And then Rachel's mm. like, "No, we're not. We're not fighting it, with violence does, necessarily. Just the threat sort of, of violence." Seem like Quinn sort of hates this plan because it's Rachel's plan, which yeah. I can understand because Rachel is insufferable. So yes, to the people yeah. inside of the universe, Rachel is insufferable. To me, Rachel's amazing. I love Rachel. speaking. Speaking of Rachel being insufferable, Santana yeah. arrives to this um and is offended that she wasn't included because she is quote dating puck whatever that means um but they all slut shame her for her relationship with puck and his parole status yeah she's like i'm dating puck and someone responds with you're having sex with puck or whatever which it's like yeah quinn quinn's like you're not dating puck you're having sex with puck it's like, Which hey, is like, fucking chill out, man. Like, God Just because you're the teen mom and abstinence prude, like, lay off. Yeah. You know? Uh, anyway. Relax, um Quinn. Yeah. The next there scene. Was a... uh, we, oh, yeah, sure. We've, we've moved past it. Santana was upset. The next scene. Are you ready? Well, Marsha I was going to say. The, weddings. Every oh, time, my God. Like, in my notes, I have a couple places where I quote, too little, too late, like that song, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, this is too little, uh, too late. It's just a, too little, too late. Oh, to... you mean this, this next scene? Is that what you're No, no, saying? the end of the Ladies of Glee scene. Like, okay. I don't know why. It just popped in my head. And then I literally quoted it, like, six times for the rest of my notes. Because it was, like, pretty much this whole episode is too little, too late on in regards to dealing with the, quote, Kurt Karofsky situation. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, okay, I understand what you're coming from now. Um, that was a little, like, uh, kind of, like, esoteric podcast beatboxing right there, just sort of sound. Okay, sure. Uh, anywho, the next scene, uh, it's too little, it's, it's less too little too late and more too much too now. Too soon? (laughs) Too much, too much too currently. Uh, it's Marsha Dean Weddings, uh, being attacked by Sue Sylvester as uh, she fires her for not being um, eclectic enough to put on her sologamist because it's sologamy when you marry yourself. Sologamist wedding. So also, we also find out that Sue not only is planning to marry herself, but is also planning to officiate the wedding of marrying her to herself. 
She is. So. She is. Yep. It is um, going to be... I mean, she's doing it under one, one roof. It is going to be inexpensive. That's for sure. Yep. This Doris is where we Sylvester meet Dora Sylvester. Up. Here she yep. is. She's Sue's mom. Uh, she's played by Carol Burnett. And yep. Sue hates her. Yep. She's the compilation so. of nightmares, maybe, is what I yeah. put. Maybe. Um, uh, anyway, she's a Nazi hunter and a horrible yes. mother. Yes. That's, that is the essence of her character. Um, she calls yeah. Sue's wedding ridiculous, body shames Sue, tries to manipulate her, says some gnarly shit, and Sue, and, and she also wants to sing at Sue's wedding. Uh, Better than Sue's the New Directions, like, am I right? Aha. Uh-huh. Sue's uh, just like, hmm, you're a piece of shit. Have you even seen Jeannie yet? Uh, yeah. Who is Sue's, Sue's sister. Yeah. Yep. And she has not gone to visit Jean yet. No. Um, let's move on. The next scene I have is titled, Finn is a terrible, selfish teenager. Surprise. Um, yeah. Because Rachel is seeking Finn's aid with Karofsky. You'll remember the ladies of Glee were meeting about this. Um, yep. Finn says no because through a stupid chain of events, um, he'll lose quarterback status. Yes. Um, and my question on this is why can't the school have two quarterbacks? Is that a thing well, like okay, high school so football teams don't Q- do? There's QB1, and he's the one who's going to be out on the field first. Right. Okay. So Finn's yeah. probably QB two, which is, um, it's a position that plays a lot less than QB one. Okay. There you go. That's all you need to know. Uh, well, and yeah, Kurt, okay. it's, Finn is a uh, is a total selfish asshole right here. Like he's just like, yeah, yes. if I get caught making trouble, I won't be quarterback anymore. But we already know he's not going to be quarterback anymore soon because Sam's shoulder is going to be healed and he'll be quarterback again because he's better well, than Finn. Well, but that's so that came up in the scene that you wanted to skip. Um, Finn's argument I know, is that we already they have been it. no, well, that they've been winning while Finn yeah. is quarterback. So sure. Sam won't become quarterback because Finn is winning, and Co- Beast has no reason to pull him as quarterback if they're winning while he is quarterback. Hmm. Whatever. Um, so Finn says no. Rachel expresses her disappointment, and then Finn gets that shitty look that Will gets whenever someone tells well, him the truth. Ra- about his Rachel actions. Rachel says some like s- says some definitive stuff. She's like, th- "I've yeah. never been more disappointed in you that you won't right. protect someone who's going to be your brother." Um, right. And she bounces. Okay, so we're in the locker room. Uh, the glue guys are around without Finn, um, yep. and Artie and Mike confront Karofsky. Uh, about Mike and Kurt. Yeah. they're ta- yeah they're talking about how Kurt Karofsky needs to leave Kurt alone. Uh, mm-hmm. how he just needs to like stop bullying him, stop intimidating him, or the Glee guys will, will get him. And Karofsky responds with talking about how Kurt needs to be gay less loudly. Yep. And yeah, then they then he gets violent. He pushes Mike into Artie. Uh, they both tumble. Mike's first response is like, hey, Artie, are you okay? Which is sweet. Uh, yeah. And then he turns to Sam. Yeah, because Sam Sam steps in, um, gets they get into like a real, more of a real fight. Um, Krosky shoves him in some lockers, and then Sam gets punched in the face. Um, while you know everyone is looking on about like you know nobody really steps in until Beast runs in to break up the fight. 
That's right. And we get to the next scene where New Directions is uh, conferring over uh, these wounds. Uh, they all shame yes. Finn for being a coward. Yep. And, and Puck yep. Uh, is like, I couldn't even fight because of my parole or whatever. And you weren't yep. even there, Finn. Like, it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, well, because everyone is congratulating Sam on having a nice, like, black yes. eye. Um, and they're uh, all really happy Kurt- about it. Yeah. yeah, Kurt is like, hey, lay off Finn, leave him alone, but thank you for what you've done. And then Mike uh, sa- calls Sam uh, the epitome of a leader. Yes. For what he's yeah, done. Sam is, our, Sam is our real leader now. Yes. Um, and then Will arrives. Um, he touches Kurt, which is made me shudder. Yeah, it's, it's like a long shoulder touch that didn't need to happen. Shouldn't have happened yeah. for sure. Um, and then we get a quick shot of Finn looking shitty about himself because yeah. Sam is the leader now. Ugh. I mean, it's always really hard to read what Finn is thinking because he's either like really obvious when he's plotting, like, you know, when he's like doing something nefarious, but when yeah. he is uh, feeling any other emotion other than that, it's kind of like, I don't know what's going on in that big noggin of yours buddy right he is kind of because he has the same expression on his face in every other situation other than like the the sly half smirk of when he's plotting he has the same look in his face yeah all the time yeah that's true um might be a character choice might be like a choice that cory monteith as an actor is making but it's not one that makes me like the character for sure yeah um yeah i mean i just use the context like i i feel like finn always kind of feels shitty um because Mm. to be fair being a teenage boy is shitty that's one of the reasons that are shitty to everyone um sure but uh i mean i'm not saying his he i'm not saying their lives are any more shitty than like other people's because like they're not yeah but you know being a teenager is kind of shitty um, so yeah. I assume that like, it's just in the context, there's something in the room making him feel shitty and that's why he always sure. looks that way and you just have to figure out what it is. And in this case, it's yeah. that Sam is the leader now. I mean, I, this one look that Finn always seems to have on his face is confusion to a certain yeah. degree. So I don't know. I can't get a read on him as a character for the most part, which I think is part of the reason why you have such a severe hatred for him as well. Is that like, he's just not a very, uh, well, one likable character because he is yeah. a note notify like definite homophobe, you know? Right. We have seen yes. him be homophobe, like pretty massively homophobic a lot. So he's easy yes. to dislike. Yeah. But also, and yeah, then, like we, we can't get a good then, read on him though. Yeah. Who the fuck is he? Like, who's who is he? I should know more about him other than, like, he's dumb enough to eat a sandwich that's, like, f- four weeks old. Ugh. That's yeah. all I know. And that he's <laughs> and then he's willingly dating Rachel, who he kind of really doesn't like yeah. at the same time. I, Maggie, I, I know that he loves being quarterback. That is a thing I yeah, know. That's true. He loves being quarterback. And uh, yeah. he loves Bert. And I think yeah. that's probably it. I guess he loves his mom also. 
but maybe that the jury's still out on that one. <laughs> so let's let's move on to the next uh, weird random scene that happens where Sue yes. and her mother Doris um, sing God. Ohio from Wonderful Town. I spent so long on that last scene because I really this one is just so awful. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's on the auditorium stage, and it gets weirdly musically, like, with, like, the speaking bits and everything. Yeah, there's, like, a talking interlude in the middle of the song. It's just... There's a part in their talking bit before they sing when Doris is like, oh, I scheduled a meeting with that one guy, and Sue's like, Will Schuster? And then Will never shows up. Right, yeah. So, so that didn't make any sense. Um, like, what the fuck is that line? Was Will I don't supposed I think to it's, be there? I think it was mostly that Doris finds Will attractive because she calls him like. I think she compliments yeah. his hair too. I think she's like the cute guy with the nice hair, which Why? is specifically well because we know Sue hates Will's hair. No, we. So I, know, I guess I know it's supposed the to hair like. Thing. I'm saying, why did this interaction even happen when there was no payoff I, for it? Because Carol Burnett was on the show and she wanted to sing something. And so they're like, let's yeah. do this one, I guess. Um, we can yeah. shoehorn it in. Um, but yeah, my, I had a question. Do you think... Well, my comments on the song... Oh. Because uh, we're, we're still on the song, right? Yeah, yeah. My my comments on the song, Dirge-like. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's sung at like maybe the worst tempo. Yeah. For a song in the middle of the episode when we're just, you know, you're starting to get sleepy because right. there's been a yeah. lot of glee so far and like there was a <laughs> fight and you're just, it's just like, oh fuck, this episode still has a while left yep. and uh, it just brings, it just brings the vibe down, man. And the talking it, interlude yeah. is just bizarre. Yep. Yeah. So, um. My question, do you think Sue is in, like, an actual legit musical kind mm-hmm. of, like, interlaid into this show? What do like, you Like, I don't mean? know anymore. Like, I don't know. Um, It just was... This scene is so weird. Yeah. And I is can't it, explain it, it at all. Is it <laughs> non-diegetic, maybe? Uh, it is mm. strange. I mean, to say the I least. feel like it has to be... I, I think it has to be diegetic. Because it involves because they're like, practicing for the wedding, exactly, and like, and there's like piano players and shit there. Yeah, like, yeah. It, okay, so I don't... and there's a part where they're after the talking interlude where they're facing, they're face to face, and they yeah. sing the line, "Thank heavens we're free," which doesn't make any sense. It's <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense whatsoever into each other's faces. I feel like it could make sense. They're talking about like the failed child, the failed rearing of yes, of Sue and Jeannie, basically about yeah. how uh, Doris their parents just fail- left them. Yeah, yeah, as a failure, failure as a mother, which I guess they're free from like them that needing to interact anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. Sue's like an adult who doesn't need Doris in her life. It didn't make sense uh, though. Like it just if they wanted that, then they needed to do more legwork and they didn't. And yeah. I don't want them to because it's dumb. Like It's dumb and it's like Carol Burnett's jokes in this episode are all just being horrible to Sue for no reason. Yeah. So uh, this yeah. moment it's this moment where like they end up like hugging at the end. Like this song has like fixed something, but they were well, 
Eh. No, I feel like I feel like even in the show, it's not even trying to sell. They've actually fixed anything because Doris leaves, and it's not like a good leaving. She's like, no. "I'll see you at the wedding." Also, I'm wearing yeah. white. Um, yep. Which is, ugh, whatever. Whatever. Um, we need to move forward from Ohio. Why oh why oh? Did they sing that song? <laughs> Songo. <laughs> Songo. Um, yes. So now we're at the. Kurt Hummel wedding dance seminar. It's he's held teaching, in the choir oh, room. He's teaching yes. Finn and Bert, his father, yes. how to dance for the for the wedding. Uh, Fert, uh, Finn has a homophobia moment while uh, he goes to dance with Kurt, even though Bert yes. did dance with him before that, and yeah. it was you know fine. Finn's yeah. like, oh god, can can we close the door? I don't want anyone to see. Uh, yeah, I mean, so it's yeah. it's very homophobic. To the credit of that, Karaski sure. immediately walks by as they are in the what I guess you would call it an intimate dance pose, Why where one person has hands the on the other. Was that? Oh, Why I don't is know. This during the day. Yeah, like, like when did when did when is this? Why? <laughs> maybe maybe this Why? is okay. maybe. Maybe Why Kurt are they is... doing this in their living room? Like, what is going on? In a moment of foreshadowing, Kurt is already on Dalton time. So yes. he doesn't have school anymore. He just does whatever sure. he wants whenever he wants to. Yeah, Dalton um, boys don't go to school. They just wear fancy blazers and sing all day. <laughs> but yeah, so let's let's... I don't know. Like... Because then Finn is also out of class and like... This scene is just so ill-conceived. It's it's so written just so that they could have this one moment moment where after Karofsky comes by, um, he makes like a limp hand gesture. Yeah, uh, it's super rude. Yep. At Kurt and um, Bert reacts to this by being like, who is that guy? Like, what's going on? And that's when Kurt spills the beans about how Karofsky has been harassing him. And uh, Bert's like, there's something you're not telling me. Kurt then tells Bert, well, he's he threatened to kill me. And Bert goes into, you know, Super Saiyan kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's um, I I got really emotional during the rewatch when I was taking notes for the episode on this part, because like I I was in a dark place anyway. But uh, sure. Like seeing, like finally having someone in the show that calls out Kurt on the fact that there's obviously something more happening here. Yeah, that he's not saying not, and like not being like, "Tell him me the like, truth." Hide it. Yeah, yeah, not letting him hide this element. Sure. Yeah, um, but yeah. Anyway, so Bert chases down Krofsky, holds him against a wall. Finn and Kurt pull him off, and then Bert asks, as like Kurt kind of like yeah. runs off, I guess, and then Bert asks Finn, "Well, um, no, what the hell? He, is, oh, what happens is that like he's on Karofsky, he's like shaking right. him, like pick on somebody your own size or whatever, and yeah. Kurt, um, is like, stop, you're sick, and yes. that's when he relents, and then he turns yes. to Finn and says, the a heartbreaker of a line." Oh, do you want me to say it? You're not gonna, you're not gonna give it to me. I was waiting for it. <laughs> what the hell you been doing while this was going on? And uh, Finn looks flabbergasted. Yes, or he because... would, 
he would. If, we can assume if with he could context. Look, we can assume with context that, that that's what that that's what the yeah. facial expression should be interpreted as, even though it's yeah. the same one he's had the whole episode. The right. next except for that that scene when he was talking to um Sam and like yes. plotting something. Look, yeah, looking which is devious. when he had his other look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The um, next but, scene is yeah. A Hummel Karofsky Sue meeting. So it's yes. uh, Kurt and his dad, Karofsky yep. and seemingly his father, and yes. uh, Sue in the principal's office. Yeah. So, yeah. So Bert kind of lays out the sitch with the death threat. Um, yep. Karofsky denies it, obviously. Um, Paul, who we find out is his dad, uh, doesn't seem convinced by Karofsky's denial. Um, he yeah. links it to some of Krofsky's bad behavior that has been emerging in the past couple months. Sure. Um, bad grades and, then, and like being distant and shit. Sure. Yeah. And then Kurt doesn't tell them about the kiss. He says it's just about the bullying um, because yeah. Sue is like, why, why did he threaten to kill you? And Kurt's like, it's because he, like he said, he didn't he, want me to tell. And Sue's like, about what? And he's like, the, just the bullying. How he was bullying me. Um, yep. But then Sue expels Karofsky because she's awesome. She and Rather she, unceremoniously. Yeah. She's just like, you're expelled. And Get out. Yeah. His, his dad is just like, thank you for your time. And they yep. both leave. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Bert and Kurt get up to leave. And as they yep. do, she wishes Bert a happy wedding after he thanks her for doing her job. So With that wedding transition smooth as butter, we are into yeah. the pre-wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Santana and Finn uh, are having a little chat while they're both getting ready for the wedding. Finn can't yep. seem to work out how to put on a clip-on tie. Santana comes yeah. in and does it for him. Yeah, because there's a line where he's like, oh, I never learned how to tie a tie. Or Santana says it or something. But it's like, that's a mm-hmm. fake tie. Like, it's how stupid tie. are you? It's anyway. obviously a fake tie. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's basic- She's here to convince Finn uh, to compel him to tell the truth about yes. uh, how they had sex last year uh, because she knows she's she knows that uh, Finn's been lying to Rachel about it and we yes. flash to uh, a Finchel makeout where Rachel reveals to Finn that she never had sex with Jesse. Yeah. Yep. And then she kind of hypes up this idea that now that they're both virgins um they're it'll be like really special when they do it for the first time. Um, yeah, Finn and, just like nods yeah. and is like, yeah, totally. Yeah, so what? Like, essentially, Finn's response to Santana is that he loves Rachel too much to stop lying yes. to her. Um, yeah, and then that he needs uh, to lie, to, yeah. continue to lie to Rachel for her own benefit. Good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Santana is like, well, maybe I'll just tell her, and then she maybe leaves. I'll just tell her. So um, yeah, she is, and that's she is when Rachel. The- well, yeah. What do you want to say? Well, I was gonna say she's Santana. the best because, like, yeah, like they paint Santana as a villain. Um, it, this does and... not seem villainous to me. If anything, it's sort of like trickster stirring the pot. But yeah. at its at its heart, she just wants Finn to tell the truth. Right. Well, and I so... think part of it too is that I feel like they do a better job of characterizing Santana than they do mm-hmm. Finn and Rachel. They like, do. You're just well, talking about I don't know. how we Rachel Rachel is well characterized. I know who Rachel is. Um, I guess that's true, but especially in like the past few episodes, I feel like Rachel's character has mostly been 
fin centric, which makes it less sure. concrete. Well, yeah, like, when she's going like on a fin binge, it's a little bit different than like Ra- Rachel, who is a gold star. I know who Rachel is. See, sure. she's someone who is so she her she is so passionate about her goal that she will will send somebody to a crack house. Yeah, exactly. If, if, um, if they threat even threaten to get in her way, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But uh, I think part of it, too, is that what happens then after after Santana leaves, they have a conversation where they talk about how they just really love each other, um, which is boring and inconsequential. Yeah, like, I just, yeah. I just hate when teenagers talk about love, like, in sure. high school. Sure. Which maybe that's no, just because I'm jaded and, like, cynical. Sure. But that... I mean, love love doesn't exist. It's a con. It's a construct. Uh, made by capitalism, so... Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, let's move on past there can, this. There um, can be fondness between two people. Eh, love is bullshit. Uh, and... Yeah. <laughs> hot, <this> take. Is, <laughs> hot take. Hot <laughs> take. Uh, we transition from uh, this Finchel discussion into Bruno Mars's Marry You as yeah. we see a meme... So that's yeah, fun. It's, it's the birth the birth of a meme. Not really though, because no, I'm pretty sure people were doing this. No, it is not the before. birth of a meme. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's, um, I had a question. They redo the like the viral wedding. Oh dance. yes. Well, is did the office start that one? No, it was a it was like a internet thing. It was oh okay like an actual yeah. vi- it was an actual viral video. Then the office did it. Then Glee did it. Okay. Well, so, so then this this question seems bad then. I asked if this was low-hanging. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I yeah. think it's fine. Which, it's like, yeah, it was a Glee wedding. They're going to do a processional number. It's fine. I don't... Yeah. I don't hate it, um, but I'm also... It's yeah. also Bruno Mars, so it's like inoffensive. Right. And yes. it also doesn't really cause a lot of emotions for me. It's just sort of, you know, what yeah. it is. Yeah. So uh just a note, like so the singing is fine or whatever. It's not it's not too bad. Um there is a thing where at the end like near the end of it, Mike and Tina come down the uh, yeah. it all it's all done in couples because yeah, of it's course Glee, it's, it's a wedding bullshit. Um Yeah. It, and it's all the ones you expect except for I you no know, it's all the ones you expect. Cause, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yep, because Kurt and Mercedes are together. Um, Kurt and Mercedes, and then all the uh, the heteros are paired. So there you go. Yes. Um, but I just had a note about how Mike's dancing, like his like comedy, like body humor dancing, doesn't uh-huh. really fit here. Um, no, he but does he goes it, for it, but anyway. it doesn't really fit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but so they all get up like at the altar area or whatever. Um, yes. And then I had a note that. Mike O'Malley is adorable, dancing on the aisle. He plays Bert Hummel. Yeah. And then um, Romy Rosemont, who plays Carol, is beautiful while yeah, she like, they, also dances on the like, aisle. They have a cute little moment where when yes. Carol gets halfway down the aisle, Bert runs over and they walk the rest of the way together. It is pretty cute. They get up to the altar yeah. and um, the priest is like, instead of doing a prayer um, because of the encouragement of the wedding planner we're going to move straight to the vows or yeah something along those lines and yeah. uh 
there's a there's a talk of like maybe people sleeping through the prayer and we flash to Brittany and Santana where Santana is nudging a sleeping Brittany. She they, yes. she's standing. So she's sleeping yes. like a horse standing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um you'll also remember that uh Kurt hates religion. So that's probably also yeah. part of the reason we cut out the religious stuff. Um so like you said we skip straight to the vows. Um Bert's speech is very nice. Uh, yeah. and, uh, Carol, oh yeah, his, his Go for speech it. is about death and grief, uh, turning into light and love, uh, yes. when you open your heart and Carol talks about getting two men instead of just one and how she's been saved by these two men. And now yes. there are four people becoming a family. Yeah, and she also heaps a lot of unnecessary praise on both Kurt and Finn. But you know that's pretty yeah. typical for Glee. The white, yeah. the white young men in the show and the white older men in the show yeah, all get, get lots praised. and lots and lots of praise. They get praised yeah. a lot for uh, doing whereas, normal things, for doing regular good basic things. Other other people in the show who are justifiably um, the most talented uh, are either never given a moment or plotline to do anything. Or when they are successful, they're shamed in char- like in characters by the show and like by the show itself. Yes, in, yep. as in Rachel's case, you know, like it's all um, it's some real bullshit, man. Please, misogynistic. Yep. I'm serious. <laughs> no, I know, Maggie. I'm watching the show right there with you. I like, yeah, it's it's some real bullshit. Um, let's bullshit. let's move to let's move the reception speaking of bullshit the, the, where the will sings are cute oh, though and yes they are <laughs> yeah but yeah so we, at the reception, reception will is singing michael buble's sway um yes. as bert and carol do their you know dance like the kind of like first, first dance. dance yeah yep um we get shots and then, like, the new directions yeah. as they're dancing uh, yes, yep. like because all all of them are like dancing their seats and stuff. Um, Will fucking showboats during someone else's oh, wedding. Yeah, no, he's like, feeling his fantasy. He's feeling like, his like lounge singer fantasy right now. All he needs is like a hat to hold over uh, one eye. Yeah, he's making strange love to the microphone because it's a he standing is. microphone. And there's he does like some said, mic moves where he like yeah. flings it away from him and then brings it back with his foot. Yeah, you know. it's, it's just, it said someone else's wedding. Like, try to be classy. I know you can't, Will, because you're f- a terrible person. But, like, come on. Like, well, this is a... I feel like this would be a normal, like, if you have a wedding band, they're, if they have a singer, like, you know, they're going to perform. Yeah, but not during the first dance number. Like, you mm. can perform any other time, like, for the mm-hmm. rest of the reception. But if, it, if it's... <laughs> The bride and yeah. groom doing their first dance, that's not your moment. Like, you that's like, not your moment you like in any way, really shape, or hate, form. You really hate Will. But I think part I of it do. is fueled by the fact that, like, the camera doesn't just stay on Bert and Carol, which is what yeah. you'd be watching. Like, if you were at this wedding, that's what you'd be watching. But you're not. Exactly. You're watching a television show, so you do see Will, and you do see all the New Directions no, okay, members. But- but that's the point. Like, I'm fine with the New Directions members seeing them like kind of like boogieing in their chairs a little bit or whatever. Uh huh. Will is on stage. Like he's singing. He's performing. You have. Ugh. I just I hate him, <laughs> and I hate what he's doing. I know it's, you hate him, Maggie. It's on par with Sue's mother saying she's gonna wear white to Sue's wedding. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's not okay. Damn. 
right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that ends, and then uh, Finn makes a speech, which is really eloquent, just top-notch speech writing from Kurt this is there. The, yeah, this is the moment where it hit me that Carol and Bert did get engaged in this episode, and this is their yeah. wedding. Like, this is where it really hits home that it's like, oh, did this happen over the course of, like, two weeks? Like, what's going on uh, yeah. here? Uh, in Finn's Furt speech, uh, he talks about how his mom taught him how to be a man, even without one in the house, which, I don't know. It's, I feel like that yeah. that specific line is a really good example of Finn's speech writing. Like, it sort of feels like he's taken a bunch of different phrases that he thought would be really good that he's heard before and is like, I'll just use these. Yeah. These will be good. Well, and also, like, not to harp on this, because we do it pretty much every week, but, like, mm-hmm. thanks, Glee, like, really reinforcing that whole toxic masculinity gender binary bullshit again where it's like why can't why can't finn just be happy that his mom was a good parent and that she taught him how to be a good person i mean she didn't which is unfortunate because she is a good person and i (laughs) expect more from her but like i think why does it have to be that she's she's done her best and finn has just kind of emerged right Yes. Um, but yeah, instead Finn turns it into a, she taught me how to be a man. And also yep. Bert taught me how to be a man. And also Kurt taught me how to be a man because that's yeah. all I, that's the only thing I know well, is being they, a man. They don't actually do the uh, mother son dance. If I'm no. remembering correctly. So maybe this is his moment to show everyone at the wedding that he's a leader. Yeah. Maggie, I'm, I'm going to get to that in just a second. Because... <laughs> <laughs> That's Speaking exactly of, what it th- is. Yes, yeah. this speech transitions into a serenade. Uh, yes, Finn seems well, to and Kurt. this is this is where we learn why this episode is named this way. Because mm-hmm. in a fun meta joke, I liked it yes. last episode when they're making fun of the journey thing. Not so much here. Not so because- well. It feels it feels bad. It feels pretty bad. <laughs> Finn brings up in his speech the fact that couples mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. names in the Glee Club. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. specifically calls out two Rachel examples, which is weird. Yes. But he says Finchel and Puckleberry. Um, and I then guess he's like, because those are the ones the writers knew. <laughs> I guess. It's terrible. It's not good. It's bad. Because <laughs> then he's like, like, and yeah, this one is Furt. Get it? Because it's our names, like, but they're smushed together. Do Tyke or something. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I want to go back to my point to my original point here. Just one more time. I just got to reiterate it. Kin. Kin's a better name. <laughs> it fits the situation better. It works on multiple levels. What are you doing, Ryan Murphy? What are you doing? Yeah, I, I think like it might have been. Other writers Maggie- on the show. Other writers on the show were like, Kin's a better name. But if I say anything to Ryan, he's I mean, he's just going to say no. I think part of it. Furt. Yeah, I think part of it might actually be too that I think. Do you think Furt was already established by this point? Do you think that was God, like in the I fandom? Hope not. I hope the fandom like name is Kin. I don't Furt. think it is. I'm, I'm pretty do sure. Some Googling here. Okay. You, well, while you do that, go ahead I'll, and talk about the number. Yeah. yeah. So they sing just the way you are because if you didn't realize. In, up to this point this is actually the bruno mars episode of glee um it's not 
it like they didn't name it something clever or anything or make it like a big plot point but this is the bruno mars episode um and well, all i of feel m- like it's just like bruno mars has some uh you know yeah that well, just that sort of safe choices you mean yeah, yeah. safe um, choices that's a good way to explain it bruno um, mars so- is always a safe choice <laughs> no no grammy's shade here oh (laughs) so then uh but so finn is leading the whole time um new directions is with them my question why does it always have to be finn Uh, all right um, sam i'm telling you there's a whole shit ton of kin shit uh okay kin kin glee has brought up plenty of results how much Um, how much has furt brought up though uh I, i i know it brings up the episode like the Wikipedia for the episode. Let's see here. Let's take a look. Um. Anyway, while you're doing there's, that, there's more a lot like of... oh, yeah. It's more like a actual show stuff. Like so, I guess actual canon. Uh, is, yeah. Is Furt stuff. Um, but fandom stuff was all under kin. It seemed okay. So okay. Perhaps I'm well, on the right here. Yeah. I'm. J- I. I was just throwing some ideas, you know, because well. Kurt, I know Kin is obviously better than Furt. It's obviously Maggie, better. Maggie, let's just drop the facade. We all know that mm-hmm. you're what what you're really here. You're here because Ian Brennan paid you yeah. to just badmouth Ryan Murphy. Yes. <laughs> yes. So well, listen, hey, shut your mouth. My check hasn't come in the mail yet. <laughs> Maggie, we have to be full we have to have full disclosure <laughs> and transparency with our audience. It's, you're paid yeah, to be to badmouth Ryan Murphy. I am. I, I just here. I would do it for fun. I, you know what they say about loving what you do. (laughs) It's amazing to get paid for something that I love to do, which is hate Ryan Murphy with a burning passion. That's, that's your secret. My secret is that I'm here because Barack Obama charged me with saving the world. Mm. Um, I kind of dropped the ball on that one a little bit, but I'm I'm getting to it. Don't worry. This is just my first step. If anything, this is bringing a lot of negative energy into the world. We we birth a lot of negative energy with every podcast episode, which might make us as individuals feel better. But I think it is like a like a general worse thing yeah. for the it's, the universe is coming out at a net loss. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Glee produced so much negative energy, though, and we're just pointing are, it are out. We, yeah, are we are we changing this for the right? Are we righting some wrong here? We... I think so. I think, yeah. well, okay. If you think writing some wrongs can include turning people that love something into people that realize that it was a crock of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, ignorance is bliss, but like knowledge is always yes. better, right? Yeah, so, knowledge is power. I didn't say power, but that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let, let's let's get back to it. Um, yeah, so it, it's nice to see... Like I I I got in an argument with someone about this when we watched the episode because to me this didn't really come off. I know the show is trying to tell show us that you know Finn has made a lot of progress as a person and he's less of a homophobe now. I guess um, it's not comfortable though. It's not a comfortable no. number. No way. No, there's and- parts of it where he like fakes out singing to Rachel. Yeah, and there's like a moment where like Rachel goes in, like Finn offers an arm to like a group of people, which is Rachel, Kurt, and I think Quinn. And um, 
Rachel goes to take the hand and then like it's like, oh haha, actually I'm gonna push Kurt forward. And it's yeah, like what? I don't know. It's yeah, and the other thing is that we know that earlier in this episode Finn has had a storyline of, oh, I want to be the leader again. Yeah. And that, like, this is a move that he can do to make himself seem more like a leader. Yeah. And I guess the last thing to note about this scene is that Finn's like, I'm going to have your back forever now, bro. Like, yeah. I know I haven't been there for you enough, but I'm going to be with you now. Right. Um, Well, and again, it's that too little, too late thing where. Yep. Like, yeah. Anyway. Then we flash That's, to the second wedding of the episode. Yeah. That to was compare. the first to, episode. To make stark relief. The first, that ep- there the is, first wedding. Yeah. There's a good first wedding. Yeah. And then there's this wedding. Um, then there's it's this Sue's wedding. wedding. It is taking place in Jeannie's retirement home, which is yeah. nice. It's all pastels um, and yeah. like puttering older folks. Cute. Uh Doris uh, and Jeannie have a conversation at the beginning of this scene that is uncomfortable and stilted um, for the most part because Jeannie is upset with Doris and Doris is like, I still haven't done anything wrong. I'm a Nazi hunter. (laughs) Right. And that's when Sue enters in a track dress. Yeah, I guess that's what you would call it, huh? I just put tracksuit dress. Well, but the thing... You can just take suit out of there, right? Because it, it's not a it's not a suit. It's a, I mean, it's, but, it's, it's, but it it's, is for the track. It, it kind of is a suit, right? Like it's a track dress. Anyway, it's a lovely blue color. Um, and it is then, very very Sue, vibrant. Yeah, Sue does do the wedding. She officiates and is she both of it. the participants. So she does the wedding um, and does end up pronouncing herself married to herself. Uh, yes. She also, it, it does rings. seem like, yeah, she, she says something about um, with the power vested in me by the internet. So it does sound like she has actually gotten officiated sort of, or. Yeah, officiated or, in some way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, she puts rings on her own hands. Yep. And then when she pronounces that herself married, she's like, you may kiss yourself. And she goes to like kiss herself on the hand and that is where doris steps in she uh is like this is the ceremony you're keeping me in the background at your own wet at my own daughter's wedding and it's like right what the the fuck (laughs) so i mean to be fair it is comedic that the whole thing is like it's a fun like misdirection that Doris is not upset about the fact that, like, this wedding is weird and doesn't make any sense. She's upset about the fact that she didn't get to sing. and that like sing during the ceremony? I guess she was going to sing Ohio during the ceremony, which is horrible. Uh, What a horrible uh, thing to happen to anyone. And, um, yeah, I guess it's sort of played for laughs, but because it's in such a dour setting, and we already know that, like, Sue and Jeannie are both so upset... It is, I feel like it's not that funny. <laughs> no, it's it's not that funny. Mostly because this whole plot line is just bananas. Like, it's, and it not, is. Not in a good way. Like, it just no. doesn't make any sense. And it's like a weird contradiction to the other wedding. And like, yeah. So anyway, it's Sue really kicks bad. Doris out because um, she's, she's yeah, terrible. She's like, you're, 
she's like, you're a bully, mother, and I've just yes. realized it. Get out of my life. Get out of our yeah. lives. We haven't needed you. And yes. that's that's the scene. Sue is married well, to herself. Do you think do you think that Sue learned what a bully was because Kurt told her earlier this episode? Like I don't I maybe maybe reminded. <laughs> Cuz like I just think it's funny that Sue specifically calls her a bully after Kurt called Sue well, a bully Sam, earlier in this at, episode. Look at that these plot lines are interwoven. Maybe this yes. wasn't such a bad idea after all. <laughs> Oh, Maggie, you tell the best jokes. Um, anyway. <laughs> Thanks. Let's, let's uh, move. The next scene is Quam. Uh, <laughs> That's a terrible name. <laughs> Quinn That's is awful. here to solve Sam's wounds. Yes. Literally. She has a special solve for him, and she dons yes. his ring. All she needs yes. to do is, you know, kneel down and, like, wash his feet with her hair or something. It is very... <laughs> I- I said I said that she accepts this loyalty pledge, so I'm glad to see we're at the same place. Um, but yeah, so she asserts that Sam is the true leader of the group yes. now. Um, because, she's like, you'll because, be quarterback soon. We're going to be king and queen at prom. Yeah, well, it's great because Finn apparently did what he did because he was inspired by Sam's leadership. So yeah. at least that's what Quinn says. Just Which great. I um, guess you could play it like that because Finn did come around around yeah. the time that Sam got punched in the face. Exactly. But also, I think Finn comes around because he hears the severity of what's going on. Like he finally also, believes Kurt that Karofsky is yeah. a problem in his life. Well, and also that Bert like it. calls him out on his yeah. shit. I think helped a little too. bit too. But anyway, let's let's move to the next scene, which is unacceptable um, because yep. Bert and Carol are in Sue's office um, and they're finding out with Kurt there with that Kurt, the school yes. board has overruled Sue and that Karofsky will be returning to school. Yes, Karofsky is coming back to McKinley and yeah. Sue... Uh, does exp- express her remorse about this. And she's like, yes. I've actually tendered my resignation in protest for, for what they've done. Yes. Um, Figgins is returning. She also yeah. um, says that it's not just out of protest that she's resigning. She's also resigning so that she can be like an actor in the streets, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. watching Karofsky to make sure he doesn't harass Kurt. Um, yeah. And that's the end of the moment in the principal's office. We see the Hummels yeah. walking down the hallway. Uh, and uh, before Kurt um, saunters off or, you know, trots away. Uh, well, he's he's very, he's rightfully, like, in my distraught. opinion, rightfully, like, very distraught. Yes. Um, so he's, like, going to mope away. And his parents are like, hey, come back here. We need to and talk then to we, you for a second. Yeah. We we then instead of getting whatever that's about, we cut to the Glee Room in a scene I like to call "We've Got to Prepare for Sectionals." Um, yes, uh, because- finally, because Sectionals is the next episode. Will yes. is like, "We got to do Sectionals shit." Who's up for it? When Kurt comes in, he's like, "Hey, Kurt, I've got a great solo for you for for Sectionals. Yeah. Are you ready?" And Kurt's like, "Before you go any further, I I want to talk to everyone." Uh, yeah. He tells them that he's transferring to Dalton, that his parents are using the money they were going to use on their honeymoon to pay for tuition. And uh, the New Direction guys are like, don't leave. We can protect you. Uh, And they're also talking about how they're going to lose at sectionals without him. 
Well, I mean, yeah, so everyone gets mad at him, um, especially yes. Finn, and also somewhat a little bit Mercedes. Mercedes just seems more concerned. Um, yes. But Rachel points out that they will now be competing at sectionals yep. because Kurt will be at a competing school. That's fun. What a fun yeah. little a, a change yeah. of, of pace. How interesting. Yeah. Makes uh, sectionals actually worth it for once. Before they, before they can, you know, say anything else more gnarly to Kurt, Kurt's just like, listen, I got to go. He leaves yep. and we cut to black. Yes. Um, yeah, we, we leave. Um, it seems like it's the people supposedly who care the most. Really, I I can, like, Mercedes obviously cares a lot. Kurt and her are friends. Um, Finn is seemingly concerned about this. He, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't believe him anymore. Will, whatever, is also kind of in the foreground, kind of, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's the end. I don't, yeah, everyone, I don't really care. Everyone seems a little bit more in shock uh, that Kurt is leaving. And that's the yes. end of it. Let's get into the podcast business. Why? Podcast oh, business. Why? Oh, podcast <laughs> business. Why did they sing that song on Glee? Rachel, take it. Take it, Rachel. Take there it. she goes. But it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Stars are a metaphor for me being a star. <laughs> All okay. right. Hey, let's do, <laughs> let's do the ratings. <laughs> well, gold stars first, as yep. as per usual. Um, I'll go first. I, I I've got a. I, I, I'm going to give my gold star to Bert. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. that's surprising sure. so much because I do it every time he's on the show. Um, sure. But I do have like an honorary mention to Carol as well because I just like the two of them. I like yeah. them, you know? It's their so. wedding. So yeah. they they both deserve um, half of a star. The only person I'd think to give it to other than uh, Bert or Carol, that is, is uh, Kurt probably. Um um, I was, as we talked but, about it, I was thinking about it, uh, Sue, maybe, because Sue the principal maybe. stuff she does is pretty good. Um, her yeah, wedding the, is The principal stuff weird, is but, pretty ad- admirable, where we see, like, yeah. the best side of Sue, which is sort of this, like, anti-bullying Willing warrior. to protect the students, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's, that's cool. Um, Kurt has some meaningful moments, um with his dad but that's mostly because it's you know bert so i think yeah. i'm gonna have to give it to bert also yay hooray for bert we are. um hooray for bert let's let's move to best number um i picked marry you because it's yeah. safe yeah it's fun it's a good time and also it's let's also figure out, let's figure out the songs that were in this episode huh let's go through my notes here it was ohio that was um, the first one in the whole episode. Hot damn. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then it was the two Bruno Mars songs. Damn. Well, yeah. there's also the Michael Bublé, which is also oh. a safe choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, picking that one, though. Um, yeah. The the main the other reason I'm picking Marry You is because it's the only one that Finn or Will or... Like, it's the only one that isn't led by Finn or Will and also yeah. isn't weird as fuck. And I don't like Ohio. Yep. So, so, so shoot me. I don't care. 
No, sure, totally. I'm also going to choose marry you. Uh, it's a dank meme. I'm here for them dank memes. <laughs> the next um, thing we do is rate the show rating. by giving yeah. it slushies. Uh, because yep. there's a thing in the show where people get hit with slushies. So we get the chance at the end of every episode of our podcast to slushy the episode of Glee ourselves. Yeah. We take it upon ourselves to do the slushying. Yes. Well, and yeah, so just like just like in golf, the lower the score, the better. Um, I guess we don't explain that that much, and it might no. be good for people. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm going to give, I'm going to slice you this episode two out of five times. Um, All right. Yeah. How about you? We we can talk about, we can talk about it, but let, let's, let's hear what you got. I think I'm also going to do about 2.5 out of five. Uh, okay. Because half of the episode is pretty good. Uh, I like... Um, the Bert and Carol um, yes. wedding. And I also do like the um, the resolution we get with Kurt's bullying uh, yes. plot line here, where we finally have some people fighting for Kurt instead of just telling him to get over yep. this stuff, which um, was getting pretty infuriating for the most yep. part, which I have to wonder, yep. was that intentional? On the part of Glee, did they want us to hate this part? Like, that plot um, line until we had resolution? Is that... I mean, yeah. Is that I what they know. wanted? I think I think it was trying to mirror real life, which is really upsetting to me. Um, but also... It shouldn't. I mean, I know, but like... When it doesn't... I, like, why does TV... Why does this specific show have to relate to real life when it really doesn't have to at all? Like, yeah. it could just be lighthearted comedy musical instead well, Maggie, of, but like, then they, then they don't characters win Emmys, threatening to kill other characters. They didn't win that many anyway. <laughs> I was confused <laughs> as to why they submitted the religion episode for Chris Colfer when this one seems like a better option. Like, well, I mean, I guess he has the monologue at the end of that one that, like, is, yeah. like, the Emmy bait. But, like, I just... I, I had to explain to someone recently that Chris Colfer won an Emmy for Glee. Um, <laughs> wow. And that was rough. That was hard because it was like, I don't. Eh. Yeah. Well, also because we I was talking about how uh, Gwyneth Paltrow also won an Emmy for Glee. And also mm-hmm. uh, Dot, Dot Marie Jones got nominated for an Emmy for Glee. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's a thing. But. So, I mean. Art in its context has a different effect than art outside of its context. This is nearly a decade old, yeah. uh, and we have rated it middling to fair this time. Yeah, um, I think part of it for me is that I really, really, really hate the storyline for Finn, where it's yeah. like, oh, Finn feels like he's being left out no, because totally. his mom is getting married. And there yes. are other people on the Glee Club who are talented when he is it's, not. And it's not even just feeling left out or whatever. It's that he, yeah. yeah, he worries about his position as a leader. And he's also acting extremely selfishly. Even when exactly. his girlfriend, the person he's supposed to love and, like, trust to tell him what's right, is like, hey, you've, you're really Don't, disappointing yeah. me here because you're letting yes. Kurt stay in danger. That's right. fucked up. Yeah. So, yeah, and but honestly, I do I really like the I really like the resolution to Kurt's bullying for most of the most of this. I like I was saying, I got I got a little teary like I got a little choked up um mm-hmm. with the Bert's like when, when Bert, Bert gets involved. Yeah. Um when Bert gets at, involved, point, uh yeah. 
it 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 takes another level up, right? Because we know yes. Bert's going to fight for what's right, uh, exactly, and protect Kurt. So it's yeah, it's an emotional moment for sure. Yeah. But yeah, um, and then I do really like Bert and Carol's wedding. Um, I'm sad that they don't have any adult friends, but you know, like yeah, um, because all I of guess their yeah, all of their wedding party was New Directions, I think. Yeah. Yeah, God. it was. <laughs> so that's sad. But, you know, like, maybe that's what having a kid does to you. Um, it's TV. Maybe, maybe being a single parent means you don't get to have friends anymore. I mean, it sort of might. But you'd think yeah. that, like, at least somebody from the tire shop would be there. Or... Well, we've never seen anyone Ca- else who Carol works. Do? At- I don't know what Carol does. We've never seen anyone else who works at the tire shop. So, like... It might just be Bert that works there. Like, he might it's be the not. only worker. It can't be. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. Eh. I just... I mean, I, eh. it, that, it, it's, it's not important. It is so unimportant. And we, <laughs> I have a resolution. Uh, I've yeah. been listening to a, the past few episodes. We need to end our episodes more promptly. Um, okay. I was distracted just now while we were talking about... Um, Bert, I was texting, so so I wonder should, why our episodes don't end. So we probably. should so we should end the episode. Um, you can hit us up on our uh, social meds, uh, our Facebook yes. page. Just search for Sam and Maggie Hakeley in the search bar, or hit us up on yeah. Twitter at S N M Hakeley, or email us directly at S N M Hakeley at gmail dot com. You can also go yes. to our Patreon, uh, where yes. you can. Give us some cash, and you can see the notes, and you can hear the long episodes. And that's what's going on there. There is other stuff with the Patreon, but you can look it up yourself if you are if you are so inclined. That's yeah, it. And, that's the um, whole ding-dang well, thing. Just one one shout-out to uh, Raina. Followed us on Twitter. Thanks, Raina. Yes. Um, and, yeah, that's everything. And so- now that this is the quote-unquote end of the episode, this is a short thing at the end here where we're gonna discuss some glee uh oh yeah this is yeah this is important now next week's episode is special education just so you know whatever but we do have to talk that so earlier earlier this week by which i mean like for us this is yesterday Yesterday. but when this comes out this will have been yes about a week or two ago um uh the news came out about mark salling um the actor who played puck um, who took his own life. It's very sad. Yes. Um, and we just, we have to address it because it is related to what we do, but, and um, yeah, I don't think we're going to yeah. talk about it too much because it is, um, I mean, he was, um, like a convicted, um, like owner of child pornography. So yeah, we, we talked about that in the first couple yeah. episodes when and he came we up. Just, so I think, we got to keep going the way we're going where we separate the characters from the people who play them. Yeah. Uh, because this show does seem to be poison in multiple yeah. actors lives. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. 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 No kidding. So, um, anyway, that's, that's our downer corner for the, to help end the episode. Um, we're still Hopefully, trying to get Leah maybe- Michelle on off book. That's that's yeah. more positive. That's more positive and happy. So that's more positive uh, and happy. So that's the end of it all. Uh, of all of it, it's completely yeah. done now. Thank you so hashtag, much for listening. Hashtag get Leah off. Uh, 
And in the meantime, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top. Ba, da, 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 da,